0: oh my god oh my My god jesus that is a nine thousand dollar bass drum
1: (laughs) (laughs) we used to be kids now we're not we're not something happened in between this is the broken youth club funny in the nine-day visit that we got out of my dad we had to do we had to record two regular episodes and a bonus episode and have the live thing today yeah. so my dad was like when I told him that we needed to record tonight he was like didn't you just record on Tuesday and it's like yeah but that was for a bonus thing like it's not and my dad was like yeah that's like kind of a commitment for Logan huh to it's like a lot of work and he was really just asking, like, yeah. to be curious. But I was like, no, it's not normally, like, this heavy.
0: It's one of those timing things.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, like, bad timing on our end. Uh, not necessarily because he was in town. Because we didn't know he was going to be in town until, like, kind of last minute. Uh, But just, like, you know, we don't normally want to push the bonus episode that late. Uh, We just, you know. Yeah. Going through it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, I just... <laughs> uh. We want to try to get this episode, you know, done so that we can try to spend a little bit of time. Uh, my mom yeah. actually bought a board game for us uh, to play with the kids. Um, What's it called again? It's called the Uzzle, mm. like puzzle, but without the P. Oh, okay. Um, and it looks like a, there's like these different blocks that you, and then you flip over a card and you try to recreate the picture on the card with the blocks. And whoever does that first, like wins mm. the round. So she thought that like you know all of us could play it, Okay. and then she ordered this cute little like candy tower thing.
0: Like Arlo and Simon can play it too, or just us. I think
1: four? she's hoping that this that Simon and Arlo could play it too, or that they might be able to like you know partner up with a parent and then still play. Yeah. Um, and then she bought this little candy tower, and she was hoping that we could do it while Dad was here. Um, but the candy tower didn't get here until yesterday, mm-hmm. and then today we had the live, and then the. And then this, uh, yeah. And my dad went. And, my dad and I went and got lunch together, which was nice. Um, but it just felt like the day just very quickly got away from <laughs> yeah. us. It. So
0: was fun though. We could talk about that a little bit. The uh, tree decorating party today.
1: Oh my gosh, dude! Uh-huh. It's so funny. Like I knew my eyes are already <laughs> fucking watering. I knew that it was going to be sweet. Yeah. Uh, just because like. You know, when we first kind of announced it and first got the P.O. box, the first couple of times we checked, it was like, you know, there was like one thing in there and then like one more thing in there. And so I was like, oh, maybe it'll just be a few. And that's totally fine. You know, we appreciate anything that anybody sends. Mm -hmm. But for us to end up getting like, I think maybe like 15-ish packages, 10 10 10 to 15.
0: More than 10 for sure. I was just like, it's just so sweet. And to see the like... And there might be some on the way still. I know some people um had said they might like miss the deadline so if that is the case we'll keep checking up through christmas and keep adding them
1: yeah and we'll we'll open them you know at the start of the episodes and you know let you know who sent what and i want to get pictures of everything and put it up on social so people can see truly how freaking cute um everything is that has been sent in oh they're so cool um but i just felt like i was just such a wreck the whole time because i didn't i just for whatever reason, I didn't anticipate people writing notes when they were sending these things in either. And so like a lot of the notes, yeah, were it really really sweet. Like, truly didn't cross my <laughs> mind
0: either. I thought we would just, yeah, get ornaments, but yeah, apparently I, I'm just a fucking mess today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very, um, yeah, we talked to for a second about how, <clears throat> well, I mentioned that it was, uh, this is more, uh, than I've ever done with like any of my friend groups really for like a Christmas exchange type of thing. Yeah. You know? So this is, uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: When I was proud of the kids, we it's had like cool. a we had a whole conversation with Oliver before it started because the thought of bringing Ollie in on a live thing. Yeah, we had uh, a few conversations. Any anybody that's got <laughs> a nine, almost ten year old, you know, Shirley yeah. knows where we're coming from. Where it's like, I'm not really sure what you're going to say, and yeah. this is live, and I can't undo. Ollie likes
0: just saying weird things to say that, which it was, you know, is a kid thing I to think do. Yeah, we give a, a a certain amount of rope on that, but yeah. today it was like, hey, don't please oh, don't that thing you literally just said don't say that yeah Well, on longer well,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah all yeah, he did really well they all did really well yeah it's fun it was
1: cute. yeah that was good Arlo's dance skills man mm-hmm. that kids I but, think they
0: really like the idea of being able to see because we have well I have a few monitors here um, and so they were looking at a, a couple different um, versions of themselves oh yeah a delayed version and a real-time version yeah
1: so if you happen to miss it uh the video is still on youtube it'll be on there like it's yes, forever there. right yeah. for forever it's in, yeah uh if you want to check out arlo's dance skills uh mm-hmm. it's at the end of the uh mm-hmm. of the live but man yeah they're all just like so funny yeah um And I was proud of Oliver because sometimes Ollie doesn't have a lot of patience with the littles, but did a good job today. Mm -hmm. So sweet. Yeah. It went better than I anticipated um, on that.
0: I'd like to do more stuff like this. That's not necessarily like, I don't want to have to wait for Christmas to do something fun like this again. We'll have to have some Mm -hmm. other ideas pop along.
1: Well, maybe similar to how we do the tree upstairs where we kind of like keep it, you know, and we've been like. The, the idea of cycling through different celebrations, different holidays, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe after Christmas, we'll do like, we'll leave the tree up, but do like a Valentine's Day tree instead. And you guys could send it in your like Valentine's. <laughs> I used yeah. to love the Valentine's Day parties and buying mm-hmm. them and picking them out and stuff. And that's like a thing we don't get to do anymore yeah. as adults. You know, we do little things for each other, but I want Valentine's
0: from other people. <laughs> I specifically remember one Valentine's Day. Um, I'm trying to remember what grade I was at. Maybe third grade. Um, but the power had gone out at home, and you know how you get the list of all the students in your class. And my mom had just brought home. Uh, I think she actually gave me a couple to choose from, and I and I, but I don't even remember which ones they were. But I remember sitting at the table by candlelight, filling these out with my mom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. Taking a little stickers and wrapping them around the edge and putting a little piece of candy in the middle or whatever it was. Uh, there is a, yeah, just a innocence to that. I It'd always wanted to do that again.
1: I was always like overthinking, like which Valentine's to give to, to who. Yeah. like I don't, I, don't,
0: I don't want them to think I like them that much. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or the kids where it's like, I don't like them literally at all. And there's not <laughs> anything in here that just says, like, you're all right. You you're know, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, so maybe we'll do that so that we can kind of keep it alive. Um, I did have somebody reach out and ask if we were going to keep the P.O. box. Um, and I think I think it made me pay for the year or it was like just such a better deal to pay for the whole year. But we paid for a whole year. So we've got that thing for 12 months. I was and literally thinking
0: about that earlier of like, I wonder what else we'll do with this. If it'd be worth keeping it. or so, yeah, so. Yeah, well, cool.
1: we already paid for it. So <laughs> I don't think there's anything going back <laughs> on that. But yeah. Also, a side note, P.O. boxes like are so much more expensive than
0: I thought they were. Especially for how small they are.
1: I mean, my gosh. Yeah. Or at
0: least the one we got. I know they have different Well, sizes.
1: we got a small one because the big ones were like four hundred dollars for the year. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay.
0: Jesus. Well, we gotta make it up somewhere. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. But anyway, we were thinking uh we were chatting, we we did like a a small drive, just the two of us um not because my dad isn't willing to watch the kids but i think it's just my own like uh it's a mom little... mom guilt dad, like yeah. daughter guilt where it's like hey they're kind of a lot and you're kind of old and <laughs> um but so i was like you know hey we're just gonna run and grab we got fast food for the kids for dinner and i needed to get some milk from the store uh and we were talking about like what we wanted to talk about for the podcast tonight and Of course, it's the holidays and we want to kind of reference that, but also like we're thinking about, um, I can remember like a few people from my childhood that I really only would ever see at the holidays. Uh, and it was kind of like, you know, that was what I liked. I only wanted to see them as little as possible. Uh Um, and like just kind of how hard that is to juggle the, the joy that the holidays can bring, but also like the anxiety of having to be ser- around certain people or maybe feeling obligated to be around people. And mm-hmm. when we're adults, we can make those choices for ourselves. Uh, and not even that it's easy to not be around people for the holidays. Cause we've experienced that, uh, with your family when we took the break and, <laughs> and not having a holiday with them. Yeah. Uh, which I know was hard. I think at the time harder on you than it was on me. Cause I was just so like ready for the break. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you're a kid, you don't necessarily get to make those choices of like not wanting to be around certain people,
0: yeah,,
1: uh, and again, makes me think of like that email that we had gotten about, um, yeah, the person that had the family member that mm-hmm. had assaulted them, and then she still had to be around them for like, uh, holidays and stuff, and how hard that is. Yeah. um So I think we might just talk a bit about that today. Uh, yeah,
0: well, because I brought up um, this idea of how it can be this weird feeling of having both a very happy memory and a very sad memory about a time or an event. Mm-hmm. And for me, <clears throat> you know, not to get too detailed, which I never I never will on this show. Um, if anybody wants like well, I don't even say that I'll stop myself there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was. I have a very holiday themed uh, memory when it comes to like my first sexual assault, and we were. I'm trying to be very careful because I actually didn't think through. Of, like I don't want to. I'm trying not to still out this person for like my comfort. Again, I know we've come gone through that, but it was a thing where a lot of family members. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um. For, you know. These part of the, this part of the family, this part of the family, this part. Of the, I, yeah. I know you can tell me. I'm trying to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, we all got together at this cabin that had like multiple rooms with a center, uh, basically area with a handful of tables and a big fireplace and couches and uh, we would play the games. I remember that's where I really fell in love with Pictionary and charades and the snow was coming. It was like out of a movie, like a Hallmark movie. Like I, That's the way I remember it anyway. Uh, and it snowed enough for us to build like a legit six foot snowman with all of us out there. And <clears throat> There was even this really cool time because uh, I think we did it a couple years but if it was one year And I'm just like pushing, putting it all together. There was this building that I think was like a cafeteria for all these other cabins that were up in the area. So it was basically like a a restaurant cafeteria type thing. And somehow we had gotten our way in and we, and we just like had a ball the afternoon, just us, uh, me, my brother, and a, a handful of others. And we got into like, I think we got into some serious trouble actually cuz we got into like the the cereals and like all the the food in the back in the kitchen and I think we made a little bit of a mess but forming those memories with some of those people it's like you don't get those very often in life and mm-hmm. I think when you're you look back I think everybody has those memories that you know they just stick but in the midst of all that it literally a fucking a 90 second stretch of all of that like was the first time like my life had changed, you know, for good, not for good, sorry, forever. <laughs> um, and so there is this sense of like, it's weird to have a yeah, what I said at the beginning a uh, a very happy memory about my first trauma. Like, But not related to the trauma. It's like all the stuff around the trauma. And so it's like it gets buried in this magic of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so luckily, I was thinking about it on the drive home of like... Did did it really ever affect me uh, to where I felt like it ruined the holidays for me? And I don't... Luckily, I don't think so. I don't. There's never really been a time where I've been like I've had an aversion to like big get-togethers because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, over time, obviously, we talked about the uncomfortableness of like what you said, having to get be near this person Mm -hmm. at another event or function. Um. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't do. I'll say, I say luckily on that front we didn't do too many of those you know going forward because I don't know how that would have progressed if that was like <laughs> annual meetup you know mm-hmm. like uh but yeah I, I don't know other than, that's basically all I wanted to like say on that yeah was um <clears throat> yeah how do you uh how do you separate uh trauma that happens to you in a very fun and happy time yeah you know and i'm sure there's other people who know exactly what i'm talking about you know i i don't want to even just give a, a hypothetical out of respect for anyone but yeah uh i don't know i i've never really thought about it in depth in that angle of it being a, uh, you know Tied to Christmas or building snowmen or playing games, and then, then this thing happens, and then you're right back into yeah playing games, which I think was what it was because yeah to be this is as transparent as I will be on it. I I went into the bathroom and was just a little kid like going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then this person followed me in, yeah, and like that's that's where it started, yeah. So um, but then but then yeah, just you know so quick and then you're back to playing back to playing Pictionary
1: yeah
0: um yeah and then you're building a snowman with this person like yeah. eight hours late like yeah I don't I don't know I sorry I don't have more to say <laughs> on that
1: <laughs> no I don't feel like I know what to say either yeah. um
0: I, I I you just told me like cuz I was um I'm having this aversion to like cuz I'm not again I'm not a professional like I'm we're not this is this is just talking I don't want to like you know inadvertently be doing damage here by dragging up these you know deep things so I was kind of talking to you in the car about like you know I'll touch on it maybe and but you're like, I don't ever want to tell you. You should talk about something more. But also, you know, there are people who listen that connect with you know mm-hmm. what I say or my story or whatever. And not that there's that I have to feel this duty or responsibility. I, I, understand. Right. I understand. I understand. It's but you were kind of saying that it's important and well, know,
1: and I was I I'm, was really saying it more on the topic of. Um, because you're like, why well, I don't I mean, like, are, do you want to like do you I mean, it would be like a it could be a heavier episode. Like, do you want to do a heavier episode? And I think for me, it's like I'm never ever going to tell you you need to talk about something you don't want to talk about or you're yeah. not ready to talk about no matter what. Like you, your mental health is like my number one priority all the time. <clears throat> um, I just think like if it if the reason to not talk about something is because you don't want an episode to be heavy, like it is a heavy podcast and a, and I think that we try really hard to sprinkle in some not heavy stuff or some things that are more totally like joy based, like the the live today, like that was really fun and sweet, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that there are a lot of people that have probably these feelings of like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about the holidays because I do love them, but they also carry some trauma with me too, and mm-hmm. so it was more on the aspect of like, well, I don't want you to avoid talking about something because you don't want an episode to feel heavy when like we just we started a heavy podcast because it felt like there needed to be a space for people to feel okay to talk about that stuff when they want to so if you're feeling like you want to talk about stuff i want you to feel like you have the space to do that without worrying about it being a heavy episode but also you never ever have to talk about things that you aren't feeling comfortable about
0: well i think this is a a perfect opportunity to just speak honestly about the um, yeah, just transparently about the expectations of sorry, I know I'm, I'm stumbling a little bit. I'm trying to gather all my thoughts. Um, sometimes I, I want I want to make sure we avoid feeling like these are contrived. Like we've okay, we've already talked through our talking points before, and then we're going to talk about them and the thing, yeah. and then it doesn't feel like it's you and I just sitting on the couch and mm-hmm. talking and um, and so I I actually said to you, it's like how many husbands and wives sit down to talk about what they're going to talk about before they talk about it? And it's not and not that's what we've been doing either. I, I want to be very clear on that. That from the get go, I wanted to be. Um, we, we literally will have a quick like five minute conversation about like a general touch point. Like, do you have a general idea of what you're feeling? So it's like just stress around the holiday. It didn't go mm-hmm. or like, again, old, you know, funny holiday stories go. Um, and as soon as we find a topic that's um, we feel like is we can talk about for a while. And we're like great we'll, we'll we'll do that tonight but we don't go into it then because I do want to have a genuine honest conversation now but um I forget how I was trying to tie that to what we were just talking about but yeah I want to be I want to ride the line of being professional and making sure we're not just rambling which I know ironically <laughs> I am now um, but I think it's important that you hear what I'm trying to get to. Um, but I also don't, yeah, I don't want it to be hey, help. You got to help
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, our biggest concern is to sit down and not have any, like, we haven't talked about it at all. And then it's like, well, now the camera's on and we're like, okay, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. yeah figure it out and yeah. stumble through and like, oh, fuck, we don't have anything else to say on that topic. And we just started. So, yeah. um, but also we don't want to like have a really heavy conversation in the car and then 20 minutes later have it again mm-hmm. that almost feels like uh you know like the reality tv shows where it's like dude i broke up with this girl a week ago but now i have to like redo it in front of the cameras yeah, right, and pretend right. like i haven't done it before so it's like trying to find that balance of like us being a married couple that also need to be able to have conversations sometimes that are just for us hmm but also sometimes having conversations that are leading into things and then we're like, oh, fuck, we should stop talking mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. because this feels like a thing that we should say on the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like Someone's going real up upstairs. Hard upstairs. Um, but yeah, we don't want to like yeah, rehab conversations that are heavy in the car and then have them again 20 minutes later. Feel, and
0: then just feel like we're getting through bullet points or. Yeah. Uh, but then I also, you know. I don't want it to be like I'm not getting into the heavy stuff. I think that's what I was trying to get it to. Like, I don't want to avoid getting into that stuff because it's not like, oh, well, people are more uncomfortable to listen to at work. So I better give them something that's, you know, a little more. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been wanting to have them a little more peppy lately just because I I feel like there's just something in my heart that's telling. It's like people need also nice stuff, too. Yeah. While they're at work. And it's like, do I want to just give people doom and gloom all the time? that's know, like how it feels like.
1: But I don't feel like we're doing that. I feel like a lot of times if we have a heavy episode, we still, you know, like we're humans and sometimes you're having heavy days. And if people don't, if if they're not in a place to listen to something heavy, there's like literally millions of other podcasts they could I put know, on that day. Yeah,
0: I know. Um, I just want to make sure that I, we're, we're uh, not just giving people. Sad. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, all of that and not any yeah happiness to come to in, like, community. I feel like even in, yeah, in, in any other healthy situation, you would want to sprinkle in fun activities and, like, team building and, you know. All that. Fun
1: activities like sending yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. Okay. I know.
0: I know yeah. I'm talking myself through my, my fears. Yeah. I just, it, when it comes to, hey, what do you think you want to talk about tonight? Which, again, going back to my my point a minute ago, is a thing that I'm annoyed that I kind of have to do anyway. It's 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 that's the that's the egg you have to break to like to do this because again, the alternative is being unprofessional and, and a lot of dead air and you being like, what the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, normally we just sit down and we'll cut off the first five or ten minutes of whatever we're just rambling through uh, to get going. But then beyond that, it's. You know, we want to make sure that we're at least giving you some sort of conversation. Even when I'm rambling and trying to gather my thoughts, it's like we're still in something that you're engaged with. We're not just, all right, well, uh, what next? You mm-hmm. know? And I hope we never do that or it never comes off like that because I don't think we do. I feel like I'm pretty keen to that. But uh, yeah, I, I just have these fears of not, give, not giving people what they want to come here to get the serotonin boost but also the you know emotional release or whatever it is and and the fear of someone tuning in and it being like oh you know what i mean um and then i go back to but then but then i, I try not to care about that because i enjoy just talking to you anyway so it's yeah. like that's always what i land back to it's like but in the end it doesn't matter cuz i like just doing this yeah I see you smiling over there and like I know you want to interject. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get a drink anyway.
1: No, I just, um, I mean, I think as as thankful as I am that we have people that listen to the podcast and, and care and are in the Facebook group and send emails and all of that, like, ultimately, we did kind of start this to talk through our stuff and kind of where we were at. And so, you know, we've kind of said from the beginning, like, we want this to be a space for people that feel really safe, but... If nobody listens, we would still do it because it feels good for us to do that,
0: yeah,
1: um, and to get that release. And that's, I mean, I encourage people that are listening to this to to try to have conversations like this with people that they feel safe with. You know, if yeah. listening to us helps people have a little jumping off point to talk to someone else, or yeah. uh, hey, can you listen to this episode? I really want to chat with you about something, but like, can you listen to how these people are talking to each other about it first? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's. For me, that's where sometimes I almost feel a little, uh, a little. I don't want to say frustrated because that carries like such a negative. But when you when you come to me and you're like, "Man, but that that feels like that would be a heavy topic or a heavy episode," I'm like, that's "Well, yeah, point. that's literally what this yeah, is." I know. You I know, know, like I, we're yeah, supposed to kind of help people talk through that stuff, you know, and and we sprinkle in the funnies and the the jokes and the mm-hmm. haha's with the with the lunch table talks I just hope and, we're
0: doing that enough as I think my fears.
1: Well, weigh in, y'all, yeah, cuz Logan's really having an internal battle <laughs> on this apparently. So. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. But yeah, all the way back to uh the original thought for the episode today. Um Yeah. yeah. I am really thankful that it it didn't totally taint the the holiday for you. Um because it's it's funny like like I mentioned in the car I've never we've never talked about that like I didn't know that the first instance happened at like a a holiday get together until today literally until today you've never told me that
0: really really oh I thought I had Mm
1: -mm. no you've been obviously like more forthcoming with me on like like more of the details and stuff but never like that first initial encounter Mm -hmm. um but for me, I've always known you to be somebody that dreams of the idea of having a big family get together at the holidays. That's true. And it's like, it I feels like you, uh... you're you wanting to, to recreate all of the magic without the trauma. Uh, because you've just, al- that's been such a thing for you always. You've always wanted to get everyone together, specifically at Christmas, specifically with the snow.
0: I didn't think about
1: that. To play games and to build snowmen and go sledding and do all of the things so it's almost like maybe you're... Yeah, it's like you're still fighting for that magic and maybe trying to create a new memory around everybody getting together and not having the the sadder parts yeah. of it.
0: Mm. Maybe you should think about going in t- to be a therapist <laughs> Shut the <fuck> up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it but yeah you made me cry because <laughs> i didn't that's true I, I think we've talked about it here but yeah that's like my like you've said that when literally when i was a kid that was my ultimate dream yeah. is to yeah have a a big barn with like stable type like you convert all the horse stables into rooms, and then there's this giant center area with couches and a big Christmas tree, like 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 a twenty foot Christmas. I mean, a big one. Yeah. And a couple of fireplaces, and the adults are all over here doing their fun adult things. All the kids are back doing whatever, playing video games or board games, or and it's just like a very uh, Thomas Kincaidy type of painting in my brain you yeah. know and um, I hope we get that on some level I don't know what that <laughs> maybe you know we'll have our own kids to go on and have their kids and you know we we have an opportunity to expand our family and um, you know see what happens with your sister and you yeah, know And hopefully, yeah, with with the family that I I still have back home, family you still have back home, there's opportunities in the future to yeah, make new traditions, Um, which I I think is another thing we could probably go into for a little bit is the idea of building new traditions as we get older. But go ahead.
1: Well, I I mean, I think again, like uh, on the topic of creating new memories that aren't linked to trauma anymore. I mean I think that's another reason why we started the show and going back to like our parenting styles and how we're doing things differently. I mean it, it's like as adults we have the control to try and live the rest of our lives without the traumatizing experiences that we lived through in the in the years when we didn't have those the control for that. We didn't have a say in in how people talked to us or how people treated us or or what people chose to do to us. You know, we didn't have choices in that. Mm-hmm. So now that we're older, we can raise our kids the way that we we wish that we would have maybe been raised or we can give them the experiences or the Christmases or the get togethers uh, where they're in, in safe environments and they get to have the life that like
0: mm-hmm.
1: we should have had too, the life that you should have had too. Um, so I don't know. I hope that, uh, anybody that's listening that maybe has had some not great experiences tied to the holidays. I hope that, uh, them just like you kind of can recognize that you can, you can have those, those conflicting feelings about something being a happy time and also a a sad thing happening during it. Um, but like as adults we get to we get to recreate those experiences how we wish they would have been for us. Yeah. Um assuming you're in a safe and safe and stable place and if you're not I hope that you're able to reach out to people that feel safe um and and get the help to get yourself in a, a place where you can uh have a little more control in that but uh but yeah I mean I think that was kind of the the point of the whole show, right? Like us talking about the ways that we were doing things differently and why we were doing them differently, or why certain things made us feel icky and we didn't want to do them anymore, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: it all just ties back to that. We get to decide now, yeah. So it's like powerful, but also scary. Uh, yeah, and sometimes it feels like we don't have all of the tools that we need, mm-hmm. but we're working on it. We're gathering them up.
0: Man, I'd love to like, because moving out here away from family, obviously we don't have as many like functions to go to. So we have to like create our own functions. But I'm thinking back to my childhood and comparing it to like Oliver's. And I do have a little bit of guilt there of, you know, one of the upsides Mm -hmm. to being a kid from a divorced home and i think anybody who is from a divorced home will go like yeah yeah he's right uh is the amount of like thanksgiving and christmases you get to go to yeah um especially i guess my family's because we when i was younger at least we would do extended family get togethers as well so it's like not only would you have like the aunts and uncles and the grandma's house that you would go to and, your you know, your parents' different houses. But then we would have these like almost like family reunion things where all, all those cousins and these cousins and those cousins would come. Yeah. And we would rent, you know, a building of some kind and there would be, you know, dozens and dozens of us. Yeah. Um, But... That just doesn't exist anymore in our families. It doesn't feel like like it. it, it that type of get together has kind of died out.
1: Which I think is is a it's a pros and cons, right? I mean, there's a lot of times where it's like, man, I wish that my kids could have that experience of going and and playing with cousins and all of that. But I also look back on a lot of that yeah. stuff and I'm like, but man, a lot of times, like, I don't know if when I left those those events even as a little kid i thought like well that was more fun than oh. anything else
0: yeah it's true i think for me it was always the hopefulness like it was like the before like the bef- right before you got there right when you got there you got to take your coat off and yeah get your food and see like your cousins for the first time or old you know yeah. aunts and uncles or whatever yeah I but get, like i how, get what you're saying but like it is a pros and cons
1: yeah you know. i mean they i i'm sure everybody had you know an uncle that was <clears throat> not very nice or made them uncomfortable or a cousin that was bigger. And I mean, I remember I had one cousin that uh one year they pinned me to the ground and tickled me literally until I peed my pants. Yeah, like right. that wasn't fun. That wasn't a fun experience for me. Uh Our kids will never have to experience that for as long as we're not living around other family, you know, like, so it's, it's a, it's a I bummer know. that they don't get to have that time with our family, the family members that we would love for them to have the time with. Yeah, But they also can't be hurt by that family either. Hmm. Uh, whether it's hurt feelings or uh, a joke that doesn't fucking feel funny yeah. or you know, whatever. It's like we get to have that kind of
0: You know what I wish were say. a common thing? And I remember seeing like a documentary on this where there was um. I think it started in England, and then they tried it in the U.S., and it maybe just didn't take on as well, or maybe it's still growing. I don't know. I haven't checked up it in a while. But it was essentially this idea of a church for people who like grew up in the church, who used to go to church mm-hmm. and then have left, but are missing all the fundamental like brain chemistry things of church. Of the community, mm-hmm. the singing, the songs, mm-hmm. the getting together and hugging people on Sundays—all that stuff—except it's just completely void of reading from scripture or anything. They sing like Bon Jovi songs if they want to sing, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's 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 going to church, you know, void of religion. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to, that'd be so fun to find something like that when it came to traditions, like. I, I know I know I'm basically just describing a friend group. <laughs> Man, it'd be really fun to have some fucking friends, yeah, huh? That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> if I could find people who cared about me enough to like light up when I walked into the room and And eat like their with kids me. were like
1: nice to our kids yeah. and like played together. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I'm saying. But like an intentional um community of people who like purposefully get together and but there's like their families get together I know it exists I know that's a thing in fact we had a, a gentleman invite us to some like backyard get together that they do like once a month um which I'd still like to try oh, I to get to. about that yeah. yeah we should actually do that and that it kind of sounds like what I'm describing so I'm probably just sounding stupid now but no. i like well here's your opportunity <laughs> literally right here but um but yeah, I, also just, I just want like a couple shades shy of a commune. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to go back to my own house. I don't want anybody to like bother you or mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, but it would be nice to have people who like, yeah, we live to share our family's joy with each other on a regular basis. But yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to like join a church to do that. 'Cause that's not that's just not me. You know, if that is we're just, that, that, uh, it's just not us.
1: Yeah, we're just we're just not religious. Um <clears throat> and power to you if you are. I love that for you. But
0: I'll sing the fuck out of a song with you. But yeah. You know, like, I will I will go to a potluck. I will uh do all the like a, a chaperone an event for you know. I do crave that kind of community. Mm-hmm. And, and I think growing up as a kid who was in the church, like Again, pros and cons. There are there are pros to having a big body of people who make you feel welcome every every week, if not multiple times a week in my case. Yeah. And so it felt like I do get that as a former church-going person. I can get how especially the more you go if you're like a Sunday person, then you go on like You know, Wednesday or Thursday nights for, you know, Bible study, and then maybe even another event for youth group or whatever it is. You can kind of get in this brain sense, at least I did for a little bit, where it's like, oh, I went to school and like those were people. Yeah. And then I had my family and then my church family. Like that's what that was like. We're on this side of the fence and then the world and school people and other like they're on that side of it at least that's the way i thought about mm-hmm. it just be very clear on that um but yeah you have this sense of like these people like they kind of got my back i'm one of them yeah and so yeah i that's a long-winded way of me saying like i i do crave that and so i hope that yeah maybe we can get to a point in society where that is more common to just have uh i mean like like a, a building like i'm not just talking about, hey, yeah, a group of us, we get together, you know every Sunday, which is a great start, I want to find something like that too, obviously, but I'm talking like an organization where I can we can go and there's like there's basketball goals and there's a kitchen and there's you know what I mean, yeah, like there's a place for us all to actually congregate. I know I'm describing a church. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't tell us it's a church i just there's a
0: couple things in that building i would take out like you know like the the thing the podium we we speak from we can get rid of that and you know the pews we'll get those out of there but we can keep
1: or anyone that makes (laughs) me feel like shit about a choice i make like please just leave me alone the judgmental
0: stuff that we're used to i know that's not everywhere i understand i'm just saying for me personally i do miss that stuff yeah and um i do think that's important i think that's why um those types of gathering places have existed for centuries is because people i think humans do crave a sense of community with people around them and i know i've been a little open about that recently is by like the isolationism that i've been feeling Mm -hmm. out here um it's just so fucking hard to be like hey uh you want to be my fucking friend like i'm 30 what almost three now it's just such a weird concept because i've uh, i know we have mentioned this before i've always made my friends situationally it's never been a Mm -hmm. like a ask a girl out situation it's always just you found yourself becoming friends with people because you were hanging around with them yeah but when i work and then come home And I don't have any family out here to, like, do other things with. I do it with you or the kids. Uh, There's just not a whole lot of opportunity for me to have those interactions with people.
1: Yeah. Or, like, we don't have family out here to leave the kids with so that we can do the things with other adults that we want to do. Because we do still, like, you know, thankfully, luckily, we do actually like hanging out with each other. So, if we have available time and we could make friends, we would love to do that together rather than one of us have to stay behind with the kids. yeah. But like, I don't, I wish that we had family out here that we could leave the kids with so that we know they're with people that they love that also those people love our kids too. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like a babysitter that I'm paying. Cause I don't mind to pay a babysitter at all. I'm happy to do it. Um. But like, they don't fucking care about my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if nothing else, the, the gal that we had that worked for our, for us with the kids for Mm -hmm. two years and a year and a half of that straight, you know, and she was seemingly willing to just drop the kids like it, like they meant nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and, and to be fair and thankfully the kids have never asked about her, not one, not one fucking time.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think that also says like, they didn't care about her like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I, would love for the kids to have people here that they care about like that and that care about them too. And it, it makes it really hard because like if you, uh, if your job was like totally remote, like if tomorrow morning you woke up and they were like, Hey, we're going to take all of this online and you can work remote wherever you want to work from. There's the part of me that's like, well, man, I would love to like move back to Indiana so that our family could, help us with the kids and be there for them there's the other part of me that's like but i fucking love our house mm-hmm. and like how fortunate do i fucking feel that we were even able to buy this and the the hopes that we had when we bought it you know i love this house i wish that i i, I don't want to live in indiana you know i don't like the weather there um <laughs> But like, it's not realistic that everybody's going to move here. You know, why would they do right, that? Right, and yeah. and this is expensive. You know, yeah. it's, it's expensive to live out here. And
0: how do you build intentional family? I think is the yeah.
1: Because every person. time that we try to make relationships out here, yeah. whether it's me with people that I meet or you with coworkers that end up not being good people. Not talking about your current coworker, but <laughs> yeah. previous one. We right. love the current coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the previous one (laughs) uh, sucked ass. Um, That's it sucks because it's like everyone that we have met that we've tried to like have those relationships with have just kind of shown themselves to like not be who we wanted them to be. Um, I am really fortunate that, I mean, I do, I do have one friend out here uh, that I adore and her kid, her kids are Mm -hmm. so sweet. And one of them is great friends with Oliver and, Uh, but it's different but it's hard because like she is a person that works a lot you know what i mean like she has like a real solid good job and uh so it's like i can't just be like hey you want to like adopt my kids and really love them and care for them and show up (laughs) to all their things and you know i'll i'll love your kids and show up to all their you know it's just how do you even have that conversation and then hope that people will continue to show up yeah uh I don't know. I feel like we're both kind of rambling a lot, but I am just kind of stuck. No, I
0: actually think I was, I'm
1: stuck on this like
0: Yeah.
1: I do not I do not with any bit of me want to live in Indiana at right. all.
0: Right. But there, you want to be I your hate family. the I hate the climate. It's not Yeah. It's the family that we're missing. But like damn, dude,
1: to. I think that I just so aggressively underestimated what it was going to be like to raise the kids. On our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they only get to see our family a few times a year. And it's almost always out here. Mm-hmm. So then like. It kills me when Arlo wakes up. And he's like hey I want to go to grandma's house today. And I'm like well grandma's house is. <laughs> 30 hours away from here. So yeah. I couldn't even get you there today. If mm-hmm. I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and what does that mean? You know mm-hmm. we can't. Or like I remember um, a couple years ago. When we went. We drove up to scout the location for the first um, the first camp for Bad Magic.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Uh, and it was in like the woods of Coeur d'Alene. It was a beautiful location. But we took the kids with us one day because we just needed to take some measurements. And uh, I didn't have a sitter, so we just brought them with us. And we pulled into the drive for the camp, and there were a bunch of trees over it. And Arlo looked up from his iPad and went, we're at grandma's house. Because that's what their driveway looks like. Yeah. And that killed me because I knew he was thinking we were going to stop the car and open it up. And like my mom was going to be there. And my dad was going to be there. And Arlo was going to get to like run around outside and play with their dogs or play on their play set. That my parents refinished the playset that was like, you know, falling apart from the time I was a little kid. Um they like you know replaced boards and refinished it uh when ollie was little and had all of these thoughts of what that would look like you know that they would have ollie over a lot and and any other kids that we would have and now like arlo so desperately wants that you know and he just can't have it um oh that was disgusting (laughs) right right into the mic oh my god
0: no I get it yeah. it's just
1: hard it's really hard because I do not want to live in Indiana and it's not even a choice for us to live in Indiana right now yeah, because yeah, of no, your job but sure, like
0: yeah.
1: if anything would change with the location of your position uh, it's like what do you do you give up the house that you love or the part of the country you live in that you love yeah. to be closer to family because that's important too Yeah. but then that also puts you Next to all of the family, and maybe, maybe all of the family isn't what you were thinking, but, mm-hmm. but now you're there with all of them. And what does that mean? I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think anybody that has moved away,
0: yeah, uh, there's struggles with, yeah, it's fucking, it's away really from hard and your hometown. Cause, yeah, I moved so much growing up, but I moved like within 20 or 30 miles of the same place at any any move you know and it was all within the same spot so I've in essence have a hometown I have familiar things yeah. from my whole life and but like you say pros and cons like if we were to ever go back um, on any level even if that's in even 15 years we decide we're gonna go back just cause I would have concerns about seeing certain people yeah you know what I mean um, or those certain people seeing my kids, right? You know, so that is a whole nother, it, it, There are some trade offs too. Like, and I'm not trying to like compare them as being you know equal or or whatever, but I get it. It is yeah. There, are, it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's really, fucking hard to move away from family and have little ones, and yeah, the guilt that comes along with that, uh, on top of the actual homesickness, melancholy, whatever you want to describe it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not trying to necessarily replace that, but I am trying to eventually maybe try to find something new, you know. Are there are there a group of people who want to just get together and walk around the mall a few times you know like yeah. i'm ready in that aspect to be fucking 85 years old <laughs> you know like i would love to have a mall walking group where we meet once a week. You know? <laughs> we don't have to buy yeah. anything you just walk well, around we,
1: we actually do have to buy annie Ann's pretzels well for the course. walk around okay
0: that is a per. that's the more that falls under the per diem category <laughs> and not an actual purchase self-purchase right Sure. <laughs> sure because yeah um no i i we will hopefully find something like that someday maybe that'll be some parents through the school system once you know oliver spends some more time there and then maybe arlo you know whenever that happens (laughs) why are you laughing (laughs) because it just made me think of uh so oliver
1: such a character um (laughs) has gotten into it with a couple of the neighborhood kids. And it's like, can you please, just for the love, please don't. Because right now there's a lot of neighborhood kids that live around us. And some of them, their parents seem like they could be cool. And that could have been a, a thing for us. But then you go off and <laughs> uh, the most recent one, I don't even know where Ollie gets this shit from. Um, But apparently one of the kids on the bus that lives right down the street from us Ollie says that that kid was saying that Ollie's art wasn't good or something like that. Ollie was drawing and the kid insulted Oliver's artwork. So Oliver was like, well, you look like a potato from the 1800s. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what the fuck that means or where Ollie got that diss from. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah. In in the back of my head, though, I was like, I want to see this kid because I bet knowing Oliver... Was probably a pretty good insult, <laughs> like, yeah. Somehow, I bet it actually kind of made yeah.
1: sense, yeah. <laughs> probably, probably, <laughs> but hey, but also, I mean, that's all i But also, the kid didn't like it, all right? They didn't think that shit was funny. Ollie thought they were being funny, this kid didn't think so. This kid grabs Ollie's arm, and then I get a call from the principal where she has to repeat what Oliver said to this kid, uh, because this kid, uh, you know, put their hands on Ollie,
0: mm, yeah,
1: and I'm like. When I found out that it was a kid on the bus and a kid that, in fact, I can see their house from our house, <laughs> I'm like Ollie, yeah, can we please. can we please stop yeah. it with the neighborhood kids though? Yeah, like my gosh, can you just can you chill? Because we're never going to make any fucking friends because you're going to piss their kids off before we can even meet them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh my gosh, I just.
0: Can I throw something out there with all that I said? I want to throw something out there oh. that I think people will actually resonate with probably the most. Okay. I'm just looking for... This is where I will ask for advice. From me? From so From anyone people. listening. Okay. Yeah. So write in or hit us on socials, whatever. I know there are a lot of people who feel all the things I just said. I want to do this. I want to do this. And then they say that. And then they remember, well... I do have very limited time and I love sitting on the couch watching like movies with my family. And then you think about, okay, when would I go do this? So how do you reconcile the fact that like you want all that, but then you also don't want to physically do that sometimes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's how- this fantasy of doing it. And, and Or is it is it one of those things where it's like, no, you just got to do it a few times before you realize, no, that's really actually what you want to do. And then. Then you won't want to sit yeah. on the couch. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Or Does like, that make
0: sense, what I just said?
1: Or like the neighbor that invited us to the Halloween party and also has invited us <clears> to a <throat> birthday party that we did go down to meet them or whatever, but rather than talk and hang out and mingle with the adults that we are pretty sure we actually would vibe with, we chased the kids around yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and barely spoke to anyone. Yeah. Um, Like when when does that kind of like social awkwardness go away because yeah. uh, i don't know how to do that either
0: yeah because we are <laughs> we literally were in the back corner being like is this good enough is this like socializing enough
1: we found a kid's football and just started tossing that with each other and, and, and then the kid was like hey can i have my football back yeah <laughs> And I was like, hey, actually, that's mine. Can oh, yeah. I yeah. Sure, like, kid, Ugh. Here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we made a swift exit and let, let yeah. Ollie just stay down there.
0: Well, the rest of the day. to be fair, and I'm just going to say this. This is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a person who is known for being a person to throw parties, who has... Uh, A gazebo with two flat screen TVs because you have that many sports on at a time. Multiple grills. Clearly entertaining a lot. So you have a lot of friends. You have a lot of people over. What I would do if I was in that situation. If I had either A, new neighbors to the neighborhood. Or B, new people to this like group of a lot of people. I would make some sort of in with at least a couple people. Like, hey, let me introduce you over here to, like, my friend Sally. Like, you'd love her, right? Yeah. I would at least do that a couple times. It wouldn't be like, oh, hey, like a wave of the spatula. And then, like, that's it. Because – and I know it's not necessarily – I'm not trying to say – it's this person's fault that I didn't. I'm just saying, like, as a person, <laughs> saying maybe
1: if he would have acted different, I would have.
0: I'm saying from my perspective, knowing how I, because I, I, I don't think the person who hosted this party, I don't even think that crosses my, because that's not the type of person he is. Yeah. But you and I are. So I'm just saying, that's I. If I were to throw a party, I would be th- thinking more of a person like me, who. Is terrible at being like, hey guys, what you up to? (laughs) You know, my name's Logan. I also like sports sometimes. (laughs) You know, like, uh, how do you, I'm bad at interjecting like that. But once you get me going, I talk just like this with you and we'll have a great conversation. Sure. I'm just bad at getting going. So I think that played a little bit on that day of like, Yeah, we got there, and there was a bunch of people already like in their circles engaging. And I wasn't gonna jump in and be like, Yeah, so like (laughs) the Packers, huh? (laughs) You know, like I'm just not. I'm gonna, oh, Arlo needs to jump on the trampoline, so we gotta go over here. And we just, yeah, we just did that, which I had, I still had fun, you know? Yeah. And again, to cover all of what I just said, I wanna be careful. The guy seems super nice and has been oh, very yeah. welcoming to have Oliver over a bunch. Absolutely, Again, yeah. No blame there at all. I'm just saying, like I, uh, that
1: we're awkward and we need we're awkward, help sometimes. yeah.
0: And sometimes I would need uh, uh, an introduction. So if anybody does like throwing parties out there, it is more outgoing. Please invite us, but also yeah. introduce us to like we one are, person. We are the people who it's it's like. uh <laughs> what was it where it was like oh what are these brownies i've never i guess i'll try one you know like that attitude of like it's not gonna you can come over and hang out with us it's not a big deal you don't have to pretend to be like oh i'm i don't even know what i'm trying to say i'm i I had a thought i was trying to run with it (laughs) we're weird just just, invite us um
1: I think for me, it's like I just don't want to interrupt your conversation or make yeah. you uncomfortable by me coming up and being like, hey, can I hang out with you? There's always so- a fear,
0: too, of like it, it feeling like, uh, hey, I don't want to dominate the conversation at any point. So I'm going to err on the side of caution. So, I'm, you know, I won't even interject. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to. I feel like you've seen that. Where it's like four people are talking and then one guy's like, hey, what's up, guys? And then they're all like, oh, Hey guy what's yeah. up you know and then i you're never like, want to be that guy you're
1: like awkwardly on the outside of the circle but you don't know how to squeeze your way they won't to open their the- shoulders yeah.
0: quite enough you're like all right well i guess i'll just go over here then yeah thank
1: you okay cool.
0: dad's i'll never talk to again yeah not saying that happened here no
1: no there have been times where it's like you'll start a conversation or you'll like start to tell a story And then the other person, it's like they just start talking over and you're like, oh, nobody was listening to what I was just saying. You want to like crawl in a hole and just fucking die? You're like, okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. You do this calculation of how many people actually did hear versus how many people didn't hear. And is it worth trying to say again?
1: Yes. Oh, my God. That's the worst. (laughs) Anyway, as I was
0: saying. (laughs) No, you'll never find me in that situation. Mm You will quickly find me being like, well, I'm out. (laughs) What was that, cake over there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fake a phone call. That's absolutely me. Literally.
1: (laughs) But, um, okay, well, we need to wrap up because we got to get upstairs. We got to play the game before bedtime. My dad's flight, rudely, is at... His flight starts boarding at 4.50 in the morning. And the airport is 30 minutes away from us. Um, So, mommy's got to get up early, uh, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, but we got to get upstairs and play that game before bedtime. Okay. So um, a big fucking thank you. I can't talk about it too much or I will cry again. And big thank you to everybody that sent in ornaments. Um, If anybody still wants to send one in and you just ran out of time or you got busy or whatever. um, Like I said, that P.O. box is going to be there for the next 12 months. So, I mean, I'm real bad at getting shit anywhere on time. So um, we'll
0: probably, if I'm being honest, have our decorations up. Past oh they're
1: gonna, out yeah. they're gonna be up for a while they're gonna be up for a while so um, feel free to still oh. send those in if you want to um, we anything that we receive from this point on we'll just open up on the next episode and you put it up um, I'm so thankful to everybody that sent things in though so sweet um, if you are not in the Facebook group yet uh, would love to see you in there uh, it's just the broken youth club on Facebook it's a private group everybody's so sweet so great in there um, cannot say enough nice things about everybody in there. Um, if you have a story you'd like to submit, you can do that at Um We do still have the hotline, right? Or we're, yes, the hotline's still there. So we'll have that phone number attached so you can call in if you would prefer to do that. Um, we are going to make some changes to the Patreon going into the new year just like we've been chatting through stuff we're not changing any of the like benefits or anything like that um but we think we're just going to kind of like restructure some things so we'll give more info on that whenever in your favor yes in your favor yes uh we just want to make that like a more accessible space for people um so uh we will talk more about that when we have those details kind of like finalized Mm -hmm. um anything else that i've missed
0: no, I think uh yeah, just full transparency. I think the best way we haven't said anything about this in a while. I don't I still don't know how much like reviews and anything really help much, but what really does help is if there is an episode you've resonated with or a specific topic or whatever, if if there's someone you trust to like share things like a show like this with, like that is the <laughs> biggest thing that helps us is telling friends about uh, our show Mm -hmm. and and sharing it with them either sharing an episode or just having them check it out whatever it is because organic growth it doesn't matter how cool we make this show doesn't how much how much money we could pump into this show and like make the set better or get better microphones or 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 script having more video whatever it doesn't matter even if we put that's a whole nother episode we can go into is like my frustrations with uh, how much commercialism is put into the social media landscape even though like that's literally what part of what I do it's uh, it's frustrating to play that game with yeah. something and I'd rather just do this I want to do so much more of this and less of all that other shit and the way to do that to not care as much like of what our social reaches is, is doing or whatever. As if the show is, is growing by word of mouth and people, yeah, s- spread the word about it.
1: Yeah. In saying that, if you haven't uh, left a review, we would love to see that. Yeah, also. that too. Yeah, those yeah are just I like, didn't.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Those are just
1: like fun to read. Like, they're so yeah. sweet. Y'all are so nice. Um yeah. Everybody was, I was the most afraid um, about reviews. It was the thing that wanted me to say no to the podcast because yeah. I was afraid people were going to be mean. And we like literally haven't had a single mean one. Um, so if you like the show and you haven't left a review yet, uh, sometimes I just like go through and reread them when I'm feeling shitty about myself. So um, <laughs> feel, free, feel free to leave a review because um, those just like brighten our days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously we want, we want this to go as, as well as it possibly can. Um, and it means so much to us to have the community that we have and, We just want more people to feel like they can be part of that, too, Um, Mm -hmm. because we know from experience in our real lives, it's hard to find that in the real physical world that you live in. So uh, even just having that online community means a lot. Um, So, yeah, if you like the show, if you've stuck around with us up to this point and you want to bring in any more of your people, uh, we'd love to see it. Love to have them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah. Yeah.
0: I Otherwise, think I, I
1: think I think we're I think we're good. So, stumble on out we shall. Yep. Uh, let's go
0: play some games.
1: Let's go play some games. Okay, uh, love you. Bye.
0: See you next week.